It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. There, there isn't much else to do, much else to learn the rest of this year for the Orlando Magic, except for one thing. It's Franz time. It's about time. It's Franz time. Let's dive into Franz Wagner's big game and a whole lot more on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is March 31st, 2022. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Franz Wagner has a huge game, but does it in a way that's very different than what we've seen from him, doing it exactly the way we want to see him. Why? Franz Wagner is the only thing really left to learn this year. Plus, Markel Fultz returns home and plays really, really well. And we'll go through the box scores. The Orlando Magic, yes, lose again to the Washington Wizards. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a minute. But before we do any of that, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's on your way home from work, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast for you. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Franz Wagner has undoubtedly been the brightest spot or, or the, the brightest thing about this Orlando Magic season. Um, and there have been a lot of good things. I mean, I, I I know the Magic have the worst record in the league. I know that there's a lot of growth this team still has to do. There's a lot of development, a lot of kind of sorting out through this young talent that this team has to do, a lot of experience they have to gain. But Franz Wagner has been uh, uh, just a delight and a surprise. Um, you know, again, this is... This is a ridiculous rookie class, um, and and I think we all think Franz Wagner will be first team All Rookie. Um, the Rookie of the Year talk has certainly died down. I don't think he'll be Rookie of the Year. Um, he'll probably finish fourth or fifth in that voting, but he is absolutely an All Rookie player. But there are so many good rookies in this class. Whether it's Evan Mobley, whether it's Kate Cunningham, whether it's uh, Scotty Barnes, whether it's Jalen Green, and yes, Franz Wagner is in that class. He's in that upper tier of rookies for this season. It's it's. Again, a, a ridiculously good rookie class. Franz Wagner has been the most consistent part about the Magic. Um, he is a, a regular scorer, um, but a guy that, frankly, the Magic have not used enough. Frankly, a guy that has not been put on the ball a ton. Now, some of that is certainly development. The Magic want to develop him a certain way. They don't want him to gain necessarily bad habits or to... to, to do things that aren't going to be part of his larger role. And, and maybe some of it is their expectations for him were a little bit lower, that he wasn't going to be 
kind of that that leading score that that he may become. Um, that that he isn't an all star, and and they carved out a role for him at the beginning of the year that he's frankly grown out of, and we've all felt it. We've all believed that. But Franz is such a smart player. He's such a good player. He's such a good team player that he's perfectly fine operating the magic had built for him. And he's been successful at it too. But as we get to the end of the season, as we get to uh as we get to uh to think about what comes next, what happens next year, we do have to start thinking about is there more for Franz Wagner? Again, we're under no impressions what these final what this final week of the season is. Um the magic have made that clear and and and, and they're taking steps that um, are completely understandable um, as far as limiting guys' minutes, lengthening the rotation, you know, not playing some veteran players, focusing on younger players. It's perfectly understandable. But it's also important that the Magic make these games meaningful, that the Magic find purpose within these games, that the Magic um, experiment a little bit, for sure, but make these games productive, still make these games about player development. And for no one is that more important than Franz Wagner. Than getting Franz to, uh, frankly, understand and realize how good he is. And, and to begin to explore the, the limits and boundaries of his game before he gets to a, a really important offseason after his rookie year. We have very rarely seen Franz Wagner be the leading guy. He's had games where he had big scoring bursts. It's not that he's not capable. That he's always either deferred to, to other players or the ball didn't whip around to him. Or Franz is such a good teammate and such a good guy that he he's a willing passer. He's not going to force things when they aren't there. And, and that's, that's what everyone loves about Franz Wagner. But the Magic have to start pushing him a little bit to be like, hey, go get your shot. Go get those shots up. You know, be smart. Don't be dumb, but... Go get your shots. Go look for yours. And the more he does that, the better he's going to be. Some numbers to illustrate this coming out of Franz Wagner's really strong game against Washington last night. Wagner um, was superb last night in the 127-110 loss to the Washington Wizards, scoring 28 points on 11 for 20 shooting. He made all three of his three-pointers, had a 29.7% usage rate. I'll explain why that's important here in a minute. Wagner has had some really strong games. It was his 17th game of 20 points or more and his ninth game of 25 points or more last night. But, and this is either impressive or depressing, it depends how you feel, it was just his sixth game with 20 or more field goal attempts and just his 17th game with a usage rate of 25% or more. Why is usage rate important? Usage rate is essentially a measure of how many possessions a player is in the game that the possession ends with him. Essentially, the possessions that they use are the possessions that the ball, the last action, the ball is in their hands. So it's a shot, a turnover, uh, a foul shot, stuff like that. Um, if Usually, so like essentially, if you're in a completely egalitarian offense, a completely equal offense, 100 divided by five is 20. So 20% is, you know, if you're below 20%, that means essentially you're not being used at all. You're not, you're not taking shots. You're not part, involved in the offense. If you're at, I would say 25% is the borderline for an all-star. You get to 28, you're 30%. That's where you find your all-stars. That They're using a lot of shots, so using a lot of possessions. So the fact that Wagner has had all this success, 
that Wagner has been really efficient and effective, and he was effect, efficient and effective on Wednesday night, and has done this with few games taking 20 field goal attempts, to me, that's a positive sign. That's a sign of just how good Franz Wagner can be and how much better he's going to be as the Magic use him more. So what better time to do that than right now? What better time to dump the ball to Franz and say, go, lead this team? What better time to do that than this moment, than this, this time where the results aren't that important, um, where the team is, you know, in some ways actively trying to lose. Experiment a little bit. We've been wanting to see point, point Franz. We saw, we've been seeing a lot more point Franz where he's been bringing the ball up or initiating the offense. I may not mean he eventually scores, but he's initiating the offense. Um, we've been, we saw a little bit of, of center Franz last night as well, just to showing off the versatility that he has. Look, Franz Wagner has been very, very good, but he still has a long way to go. He's shooting about 59% in the restricted area, which is a solid number, but can be a lot better. I think he still struggles to finish over length at times, um, and he will get better as a, as a finisher. The real interesting stat that, that I had a suspicion was, was true, but I didn't realize it was this bad. Um, Wagner does not take any mid-range, mid-range jumpers. Um, just, just plain, plain and simple. Um, Wagner is shooting only 30% on mid-range shots, and he's taken only 40 mid-range field goal attempts this year. We're, we're almost at the end of the season, and, and Wagner just it does not take those mid-range shots. Now, one thing Wagner's really good at is he's really good at keeping his, oppo- his uh, opponent on his hip. Um, he's really good about changing his pace and using that to explode toward the basket. Um, and, and you want him to keep keep that. And so, you know, if there are two things that I would work on if I were Franz Wagner, um, the Magic haven't run him in a ton of pick and roll, so I don't think that that's, that's necessarily something they're looking to do. Um, but if there are two things I would work on if I were Franz Wagner this offseason, it would be continuing to improve finishing at the rim, especially over length, um, and developing a little two-dribble two mid-range pull-up. If he can get a little mid-range pull-up, uh, and hit that consistently enough, you know, again, like 45%, because um, he could get to the basket really when he wants. Um, if he's able to develop that kind of a pull-up game, it's game over. Um, that's the big glaring weak spot in his game. Um, and again, this is a time, this is a game action to say, hey, go for it. Take take your shots. Get your, get your work in. You're the most important thing about the rest of our season. Franz has been good. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't cut it any other way. Franz has been incredible. And it's this desire from the fan base, from me, from a lot of people, to see Franz do more that is a sign of how good he has been and how good we think he can be. Everyone on his team will say that Franz is going to be very, very good, and he's going to continue to get better. Wednesday night, the Magic put the ball in Franz's hands. He was aggressive from the start, scoring 13 points in the first quarter. He was looking to get to the basket. He was looking to score. Uh, and oftentimes, not just moving the ball when there wasn't something there, but reattacking uh, because this was his game. The final five games of the season, if Franz is playing, every game should be his game. And we should begin to see if Franz can really fill that leading role. We're going to talk a little bit about Markel Fultz's homecoming and how Markel Fultz really does change the game for the Orlando Magic. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, today's, today's an exciting day uh, for me. Um, it kind of, kind of an exciting day. I, 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 I 
sold two of my two of my top shot moments on the market. Um, some 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 guys that I had on the market for a while marked their prices up. Finally got finally got some nibbles on that. Very very excited about that. But you're probably wondering why so much of 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 the top shot community is excited today. Um, and if there's a if there's a day to get involved in NBA Top Shot, it is today. Today is a pack drop day and a fun one too. Um, it's the extra spicy plays top, uh, pack drop today, which includes the Jalen Suggs dunk off the backboard against the Houston Rockets. That's exciting. Everyone, everyone in my Top Shot group is really hoping that we get that. It's a low serial number, only 6,600. So, what is NBA Top Shot? NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed NFT of the NBA. You can connect with a passionate community of NBA fans across the globe and build your collection with your favorite moments in NBA history. This is what the future of being an NBA fan looks like. It's part trading cards, part stock market, part fantasy sports, with built-in loyalty program for NBA Top Shot users. NBA Top Shot has evolved trading cards and made it easier to buy, sell, and trade by removing the hassle of card grading, shoe boxes, and binders. Their 24-7 peer-to-peer marketplace lets you scroll through all of your favorite players and teams once you find the moment you've been looking for, you can buy it in just a couple clicks, just like my, some friends of mine did uh, the other day to get ready for the Flash Challenge. Now, you might be thinking, why, what, is the, what is the use of this? Um, a lot of people have problems kind of getting over the hurdle of the NFT, and that's perfectly all fine. It's not for everybody, but the easiest way I can explain what NBA Top Shot is, is that it is, a, it is trading cards. We all used to collect trading cards when we were younger. I had a bunch. I saw binders full of trading cards. This is the evolution. This is the digital evolution of trading cards. And that's really the easiest way to think about it. You think about a trading card, you get the photo of the player, some information about them, maybe some cool artwork uh, on it. You flip it over to the back. You have uh, the stats. This was used to, this used to be how we used to get stats because we didn't have the internet back in the day. Um, Stats, maybe a description. And yes, a little serial number that tells you how, how, you know, not necessarily how rare the card is, but what number the card is. All of those elements are at play in NBA Top Shot. But since it's all digital, now you can buy and sell a whole lot easier. You can go find the moments that you're looking for. You don't have to keep buying and ripping packs until you get the card and the player that you really want. You don't have to search eBay for them. They're all on the NBA Top Shot website, and everything's kind of contained in its ecosystem. But this this is not just up collecting basketball cards and collecting moments. There is also a fantasy basketball element. I said that I sold two moments um, yesterday. Well, that was because last night's flash challenge was all about assists. It was the top assist assist players are the players with the most assists in Wednesday's game. So before the challenge started, someone thought that Tyus Edney of the Minnesota Timberwolves was going to get a lot of assists. I had mine listed at $5. That's $5 in my pocket. Thomas Sadoransky for the Washington Wizards last night had a huge game. I had him listed for $7. He wasn't going to sell for $7 at any point. Someone bought him for $7. It's that simple. And you can collect You can collect and anticipate which moments are going to be part of these flash challenges daily. There'll be another flash challenge, I believe, on Friday if you want to get involved and, and get a taste of what uh, the NBA Top Shot fantasy side looks like. There's also some other fantasy games out there with some affiliate websites to get you a little extra cash to spend on the Top Shot market. Again, today is a great day to... Buy into NBA Top Shot. Um, it's it's a pack drop day. It's nineteen dollars for this for this pack with a chance to get some extra spicy moments from the NBA season. If you sign up for Top Shot today, the best way to get started though is with a starter pack. You can pull a moment of a superstar like LeBron or KD or star rookies like Cade Cunningham or Evan Mobley for nine dollars. If I'm not mistaken, 
Um, there's still a Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner, uh, uh, the, from one of their Rising Stars moments. Um, the Rising Stars series, not Rising Stars game moments. But uh, I believe they are still on the Top Shot market for about four or five bucks if you want to make sure you have a solid Magic rookie in your Top Shot collection. Head over to LockedOn.NBATopShot.com to start building your collection today. Again, that's LockedOn.NBATopShot.com. And hey, I'm a Top Shot collector. I've got more than 100 moments. I've won a few challenges already. Uh, I've completed a few challenges already. If you want, if you have any other questions about NBA Top Shot or want some more of the basics, feel free to DM me at philiprr underscore omd. I'm happy to help. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. It is, you know, we we haven't talked a lot about Wednesday's game against the Washington Wizards because frankly, um, A, it's noon and I'm recording late today, but B, um, it's not important. Um, like we'll get to the box score. I'll go through some of the, some of the stat lines, um, here in a bit, but you know, it was, it was kind of a boring, meaningless game. And that's, that might be what we're dealing with the rest of the season. I, I hate that as much as anyone, but Hey, that's reality. But, uh, like I said, Franz Wagner's development is a real big piece of the puzzle, um, is a real big thing to, to see develop and to see happen. Markel Fultz, his development is also the other key storyline for the rest of the season. Um, the Magic are not going to push him well beyond 20 minutes. He played his season-high minutes with 21. Jamal Mosley explained after the game that he was about to take him out, but he wanted to see him run a, a, an inbounds play, so he got him that experience. Uh, and then uh, and then they they couldn't get a timeout for a little while, so they so he ended up going past his minute limit. Um, Fultz is going to remain on that 20 on that eight 15 to 18 minutes per game, um, closer to 18 um, for the rest of the season. Um, just could he play more? Probably. Do the Magic want him to play more? Do the Magic need to push him to play more? No. Um, really, this season for Markel Fultz coming back from injury, this limited time that he's had, um, really it is about uh, just getting him comfortable, just getting him on the floor, just letting him play. It doesn't matter who he's playing with. It doesn't matter anything else. But, God, man, Markel Fultz is playing so dang well. It's just like... You know, I, someone asked someone asked me yesterday why Markel Fultz isn't playing. One says said, you know, do you want the real reason or do you want the fake reason? Um, you know, sure, the injury recovery thing is very very real. I think the Magic are, are monitoring him very closely, making sure there's no setbacks here before the end of the season. But the Magic plays so well when Fultz is in the game. Fultz has had a couple bad games. Don't get me wrong, but last night for the Orlando Magic, 19 points, seven assists, seven for 14 shooting. Um, five for six from the foul line, just uh, uh, in a game where almost every player had a negative plus minus, he was even. Um, the Magic were just so good with Fultz on the floor. He just plays at such 
a great pace. He has great composure, great control. Um, he he does whatever he wants on the floor, and it's just a matter of is he going to make shots? Are players going to be in the spots? Because he had that pass to Ignaz Brzezdekis before Brzezdekis cut, and it was just it was insane. Uh, I don't even think Brzezdekis was expecting it before he made the shot. Um, he had a pass Terrence Ross. It's it, it's it is abundantly clear just how much better the Magic play with Fultz on the floor, and, and it doesn't matter the lineup that he's in. He's been in some bad lineups. The, the Magic just play at such a controlled pace. Um, and, you know, someone mentioned something about Fultz, and I said, you know, he just plays with such a veteran poise, and you have to kind of stop yourself and realize that Fultz has only played one full year in the NBA. He hasn't even had a healthy summer yet or a healthy regular offseason to get better, um, which is scary, to be frank. Um, Fultz, it, it, it's... There, there's probably some hyperbole with Magic fans because, you know, I think Fultz is feasting on some some weaker lineups. He hasn't played primary playmakers or primary stars yet. Um, he is – he's making the most of the minutes he's been given. Um, and it's clear he should be the team's starting point guard. Pencil him, as a, pencil him in as a starting point guard next year, whether he's starting alongside Cole Anthony, alongside Gary Harris, alongside Jalen Suggs, alongside Jay Nivey, alongside whoever the Magic end up drafting, and Matherin, whoever it is um, – Markel Fultz is just such a, a, a clear-cut organizer and, and great player for this team. And again, that's no offense to the other guys that, that have played. Fultz is just really good. He just has this natural feel for the game. Um, and he has legitimately been one of the most exciting things about this this season. Um, you know, we talked about Franz, but Markel Fultz, just Magic fans are in love with him because he is just such a good player. And it's not the big things he does. It's the little things he does that just put guys in the right spot and, and just that little bit of unpredictability. Um, he's just so good at reading when to break a play and, and when to kind of position himself to get a better shot or a better look for someone else. And um, Fultz, Fultz has been a revelation, you know, not a revelation, but Fultz has been such a breath of fresh air for this team. It gave this team a ton of energy, got them a few wins probably, but he has been so good uh, and, and has used his minutes so wisely. And, and it's just it's going to be exciting to see him without the minute restriction, to see the Magic finally let him loose and let him go, let him play with those starting groups where we saw him play a lot more with Franz on Wednesday to some to limited success. There's weird, some weird lineups out there. But um, Fultz has been just just so, 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 so good. Um, I don't think any of us expected him, and, and, and a lot of Magic fans are optimistic about Fultz anyway, but no one expected Fultz to be this good. Um, and, and it's been impressive to watch Fultz kind of take the reins the way that he has. And obviously we're all super excited to see him do it again next year um, as as the Magic move on to the next stage of their rebuild. We'll go through the final box score, talk a little bit more specifically about Wednesday's loss to the Washington Wizards coming up here in just a moment. But first, after months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the final four and determine, will determine this year's national champion this Monday. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. 
Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Let's go through that final box score as the Orlando Magic fall to the Washington Wizards. Again, just five games left this season. I would have said Washington was the Magic's best chance to get a win the rest of the season. Um, the Magic, uh, over their final five games, they will play, I think, only one team that is not in play-in contention, um, and that is New York on Sunday. Uh, the rest of the schedule, let's just go through it. Um, the rest of the schedule, Friday versus Toronto, Sunday versus New York, Tuesday versus Cleveland, Thursday at Charlotte, next Sunday versus Miami. So, yeah, New York is the only team that's out of playoff contention that the Magic will face the rest of the year. Whether they can beat the Knicks or not, I don't know. I like beating the Knicks. Um, I don't know why you you wouldn't. But um, it, we're probably looking at the Magic losing the rest of their games. Um, you know, again, maybe. I, I kind of feel like the Magic want to win so at least one more home game just to, just to give the, the crowd a little bit of a buzz. But. Um, I, you know, obviously that's not the priority right now. The priority is developed. Nevertheless, the magic fall of the Washington Wizards, 127 to 110. Orlando got off to a really good start in this game. They scored 35 points. Um, you know, they, 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 they all said the ball moved really, really well. And that ball movement just kind of stopped. Um, I think some of that was their defense got knocked out of rhythm. Their defense wasn't particularly good in that first quarter and was never really particularly good this game. They gave up 41 in the fourth. Um, neither team was really super interested in defending both teams out of the playoff race at this point. Um, and, and so, you know, when you have a team like the Magic that just isn't interested in defending, this is what's going to happen. Washington got to the foul line, 26 free throws for them, 13 for Kristaps Porzingis. And Orlando just never really matched up his size. Um, you know, the, the Chumo Kiki guarded him for a little bit. Franz Wagner guarded, guarded him for a little bit. Um, Fra- Porzingis just had an easy day. Um, he's, he scored, uh, 35 points, 11 for 18 shooting, uh, three for six from deep 10 for 13 from the line. Just again, did whatever he wanted. The magic were not super interested, uh, in defending. Um, and, and this, this is what's going to happen. This team is a defensive team. And when they're not interested in defending, they're not going to, def- they're, they're going to lose and they're going to lose big. Washington was able to finally pull ahead in the second quarter. Um, they gained some distance in the third, again, just not super Interested defensively is one of the reasons why I wasn't super engaged with the game uh, because I felt like uh, I felt like the Magic, you know, weren't interested in doing the things they needed to do to win. Um, however, some good performances. Franz Wagner, like I said, 28 points, 11 for 20 shooting, uh, five rebounds for him. Markel Fultz, 19 points, 7 for 14 shooting, uh, seven assists off the bench. Um, other than that, just a lot of struggle. Um, you know, Orlando, you know, got Franz going early. They got Markel going uh, in the second and second and third. Um, but everyone else just kind of was struggling to find their shots. Um, Cole Anthony, just 12 points, four for 11 shooting, four assists, one turnover. Um, he played 25 minutes. You know, again, Cole, 
Cole's searching for a shot. He's been searching for a shot now for a couple months, and, and that, that part is frustrating. Mo Bamba, 10 points in 21 and a half minutes, four for nine shooting again. You look at the stat sheet, only two players played 30 minutes, Franz Wagner and Chuma Okiki. They only got over 30 because um, the Magic opted to try a, a, a funky lineup with Chuma and Franz as the power forward and center with Markel Fultz at point guard in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, Orlando was pretty content to, to rest most of their players and keep their minutes even. I, I would expect this minute distribution to be uh, pretty normal the rest of the season. Um, so again, you're looking at guys that really struggled to score. Um, you know, Chumo Kiki, only two for six from deep. He had six points for the game, eight rebounds, though. Um, you know, he's kind of feast or famine. That's that's kind of what we're learning. Ignaz Brzezakis continues to score well, 10 points, four for eight shooting, two for four from deep. Um, but otherwise, just no one really picking up the slack scoring-wise. And again, if the team is not engaged defensively, they're going to really struggle. Um, so, you know, the turnovers hurt, seven, uh, 12, 12 turnovers for 18 Washington points. It's not that the, It's not the volume of turnovers, it's that those turnovers converted into points that really hurt the magic um, at key points. Washington shoots 51% from the floor, 13 for 36 from deep, 20 for 26 from the line, 35 from Kristaps Porzingis, 25 from Contagious Caldwell Pope. He had five three-pointers, a lot of them coming in that third and fourth quarter, 17 points off the bench for Daniel Gafford. Thomas Sadoransky, you know, the reason why he sold on top shot for $7, uh, no points, but 13 assists and 10 rebounds. So help help someone with that challenge. I hope I hope that person completes the challenge this, uh, this day. Um, I, I was not going to. Um, but again, the Magic do good things. The Magic, you know, had some good performances, just, just not really tied together as a team. And frankly, like, again, I don't care if the team wins or loses. I, I don't care about any of that stuff anymore. Um, to me, the big thing is, you still got to play with some intention and effort and energy. And, and from the tip, the magic were just not engaged defensively. And this Orlando team is not outscoring anybody. Um, if they want to win, if they want to compete. Um, and again, this game never got out of hand. It was, it was always like a 12 to eight point lead, but the magic never really threatened either. That all starts with defense. Um, and, and if this team's not engaged defensively, if this team's going to spend the rest of your not engaged defensively, it's, it's, it's going to be more games like this or, or, or worse, um, to be frank. Um, so just not a strong game from Orlando, but of course we're probably just playing out the string. Um, that's kind of what I did there, but that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For your next listen, uh, check out Locked on NBA. Locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 